Swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Born in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's Down to Ricky's place Welcome to Rick's Martini. Cherry, back in the United States of America. I'm back in the U.S. Land of the free, home of the brave. That's right, baby. After being U.S. abroad. U.S.A. Uh, and uh, I'm Jeremy Cardi here with Rick Farrell and Amanda Raymond. Hi, Amanda. Hi. How's it's everything going with the wedding? Go it's not happened yet. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Okay. And welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. Rick is right. I am back in the United States. Here for another. You're serving a prison term. Yeah, but we are back here at Rick's Martini Bar, and we are going to listen to some music that Rick has on tap for us. He's going to explain to us who it is here in a second. It's Baroque. It's not Baroque. Don't fix it. Just kidding. This is an odd version of Raindrops Rain Call My Head by Burt Bacharach. By Burt Bacharach. So we're listening to Burt Bacharach. Why are we listening to Burt Bacharach, Jerry? Because oh, we had a uh, death and we didn't have nothing to do with it. Thank God. I swear. It's the first one. Well, we, don't, we didn't mention, we've never mentioned this guy. We've never mentioned this guy, Phil Ramon, who is the R in a and Records and produced all of, one of the great music producers of all time, mm-hmm. produced, uh, Oliver Beckett stuff, Stevie Wonder stuff on A&R. He produced the uh, duets thing that Sinatra. Uh, Sinatra did. The first one, right? Yeah, the first one. He produced the, uh, what else did he do? He did the uh, Billy Joe Stranger. I love that. He did everything. You know, it's amazing that music producers do so much. Right? Music producers do, and movie producers do so little. Don't say, to, don't say that to Robert Evans. Okay, Robert Evans. Uh, he's one of those on hand. On, uh, what, what do you think George Clooney did on? Uh, hands <laughs> on. Oh, I don't know. Clooney. He was the producer of. Jesus. He just fell down. This bar, <laughs> bar fights. It's, it's a bar. There's going to be some. There's going to be some rumpusing going on. But yeah, but so top. Give me. But Phil Lamont, where does he rank in the top? He's pretty. Producer? He's pretty up there. Um, Quincy Jones probably the best. Well, Quincy Jones probably the best known. Yeah. Um, but Phil to worked with everybody. But yeah. Phil you see, Quincy Jones is also an artist, yeah. so he was always you always see him. You'd see a lot of him. Mm-hmm. But Phil Ramon was more behind the scenes. So. And, and uh, um, I'm just trying to think. I mean, but like you said, uh, Quincy Jones did Sinatra to mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. Phil Spector, another famous mm-hmm. producer. Mm-hmm. And George Martin. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. That's probably it. It's a pretty short list. As, well, far, as, far, as oh, far as the really well known. Brian Eno. Bill Brian Eno, you can put him in there. Tony Visconti. I have no idea who that is. He produced all, most of T Rex's albums and all, most of David Bowie's albums. Most of T Rex's albums. And he's not considered the greatest of all time. Crazy, isn't it? <laughs> no, I mean, Quincy Jones did Sinatra to Michael Jackson. Mm hmm. T Rex is named after a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, T Rex did. David Bowie? Is that okay? Oh, he did David Bowie. He did a Sparks, he did a Sparks next, album, too. Next time you mention uh, Diamond Dogs, go with David Bowie first. 
Yes. All right. Well, I like to, I like T Rex a lot, so. Okay. Well, anyway, we you can a pterodactyl too. On we go. Talking about uh, there's been a lot of TV shows turned into movies, and usually they're bad movies, like Bewitched with the coach. Get smart. Get smart. Uh, I did like Get Smart, but I hear it's Steve Carell and uh, Anne Hathaway and Get Smart, and. They've done. They've done a Michael's Navy with Green Hornet. Green Hornet. That wasn't that bad, was it? It was pretty bad. But that wasn't based on the TV show. It was. It was. I mean, that's what it was. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, yeah. There's lots of stuff. And, and this this summer, if you look at the, all the movies coming out, we got Superman. Even though the comic books, there was a Superman TV show. There was an Iron Man TV show. There was. Yeah, it was a comic uh, cartoon. Never saw it. Never mm-hmm. saw. Nope. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's. You're thinking of the banana splits, I think. No. Confusing. <laughs> there was an, a lot of people confuse them that way. Yeah, uh, was one of those uh, animated. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get the bar smoky. Smoke on my pipe and get all smoky, you know, like a bar's supposed to be. You're supposed to walk into a bar. In the old days, Jerry, right? Walk into a bar and there's smoke everywhere. It's like everywhere. I'm in a bar. I know yeah, I'm in a bar like now. So, yeah. No. You watch Casablanca. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we come back, we're going to hear what our favorite ideas for taking an old TV show and turning it into an awesome movie. And it hasn't happened yet. We, you have to pick stuff that hasn't happened. It hasn't happened yet. Right. And we're going to pick them. But, and we're going to cast them, too. So you got to cast them. Oh, boy. Them. Pick them. Be a lot of work. When we come back, Everett's Martini Bar. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Oh, we are back. Whoa. Feedback, man. Anyway, we're back at the Martini Bar. Wow, wow, Dick's Martini wow, Bar. Wow, wow. Listening to Burt Bacharach music in uh, honor of Phil Ramone, who passed away this That's week. That's right. This last week. Hey, never mind the morbid stuff. Let's go. Let's talk about TV shows that would make good movies. Right. There's been plenty of bad ones. But oh, uh-huh. Star Trek was the other one that is coming up. Star Trek well, that, that was successful. Out. That worked that out okay. That worked out. But that was a TV show. And then it was a movie, and Lone Ranger was a radio show, TV show, TV show. and now it's a movie. And it was a movie. It was also was it a movie? Was, was, was it a feature movie. film before? No, I think it's the first time. There was a there was a feature in was around it? 1980 called Lone Ranger. Really? Supposed to be really bad though. Well, I only count putting more. So um, yeah. anyway, so Rick, why don't you go first and tell me you? Oh man, favorite. I've got a couple, but I I protect them. I know that you Boy. pick some of the ones that I do. Obviously, I picked something. You know what? This is gonna, this isn't going to be a big stretch. Seriously. Okay. I think they should keep the same people involved and make a feature film out of Breaking Bad. Ooh. Ooh, I totally agree. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. Then Skellington is I want modern because I want the whole story to be condensed and and, and so people can just go to it. And watch it in two hours. You know, just the condensed version of the same brilliant. That's our favorite TV show, man, yep. by far. Anyway, Absolutely. same cast, uh, same. Wow. Uh, uh, what's his name? Gilligan. Vince Gilligan. Vince Zach Gilligan. Yeah, Bob Denver. <laughs> He's dead, isn't he? Bob Denver. Anyway, was there ever a Michael's Navy? I mean, a Gilligan uh, Island movie. Well, now would it be? Now that's something. <laughs> with, your, with your special effects and your, your green screens, like they did Life of Pi, and that guy's a, he's in a boat right, right. with a, with a ca- all right. You know what? It's no different from doing the Gilligan's Island. It could be the whole thing could be green screen because really Life of Pi without all the green screen the effects, it's a kid in a boat with a stuffed tiger. Right. That's what it is. It's a I fishing hear. movie. So you take the Gilli- the Gilligan's Island 
song is put them in the same thing, put them in a rowboat. They crash in the island, you get a CG island, animals. You can have like Mysterious Island or Jason the Argonauts have these, have these, beeps, have these dinosaurs chasing them, and they, they'd have to get serious. I mean, you couldn't, you know, Gilligan couldn't be a goofy guy. They'd all have to get really serious to fight off these monsters. All right, so there you go, Gilligan's right. Island. Okay, Amanda, what do you have? I'm actually going the animated route. It's a show I've always loved. Knows that would make a great cinematic animated movie is Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck, good. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much potential there because you know he's a crime fighter and yada yada, and you know just have like a full like there's, not enough, there's not enough duck movies out anyway. <laughs> And actually, Howard well, the Duck is a Yeah, Duck's a bad name. I think Darkwing Duck as a feature could be really cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, let's talk to Tad about that. See what he has to say. You got a voice for it? Or, uh, well, Jim Cummings was always the voice of Darkwing Duck, but... He's still alive. He can do it. He's the voice of a lot of stuff. Actually, actually, what's funny is Jim Cummings is trying to do, as kind of a joke, but doing like fund his own Darkwing Duck movie through Kickstarter. Just as a joke, yeah. It's kind of a joke, yeah. It's funny. I, I can't draw, but so what? Look, here's, he did some animation. It's really oh, fun. He yeah. loved doing that voice. Like, he would just kill to do a feature of that character. Oh, so good. I like fun. that. Okay, so I have several, and we'll see what, what we start with them. And uh, I'm going to start with my, uh, I don't know if I'll start with my strong one here or my uh, weak one. I'll go with my weak one. Since I just my, got back. It may be your strong one. You never know, Jerry. Since I just got back from China, I'm going to go with Kung Fu, David Carradine. Mm-hmm. I see that as a feature, and I'm trying to figure out. I have a couple ideas for the stars, but you have to clarify something for me, Rick. Was he Chinese? Was he supposed to be Chinese, or was he supposed to be American? Because <laughs> I don't know who to get for. I believe he was actually Chinese, like half Chinese. In the show, he's supposed to be like half Chinese. Okay, because I know because they make fun of him, like they make they, 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 they go Chinese. They, beat, they want to beat the beat the crap out of him because right. he's but, yeah, but, but he's supposed Chinese. to be sort of half Chinese. If you look at the the early, like I I think it's in the either the opening credits or also really early version. He sort of has his eyes look a little made up to be Asian. Yeah. So um, yeah, he he was supposed to be like half Chinese. Okay, so that, I'm going to redo that now. It's kind of a cool out. idea. I like that idea. What I'm going to do, but I like that whole Western thing of. Mm-hmm. Coming across mm-hmm. and then, but it's a little action mm-hmm. and there's little stories. But he just travels around from town yeah. to town, and uh, there there would have to be some big, you know, final thing where he faces up with the, uh, you know, where he restores his name because he was uh, he was actually being pursued by the Chinese, or like like the fugitive. Yeah, he, he the Chinese were after him. Yeah, you he sure? Escaped. They thought he killed the master. Oh, okay. And so they were... He was, bl- he was blind, wasn't he? The master, yeah. Right. Master Poe. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, so he was uh, uh, after that. So that's my, my number one pick. Or not, actually, not my number one. My number one's coming after this break. <laughs> oh, can, can we wait that long? <laughs> but that's my second... We have to sell some cemetery plots right now, so we'll be right back. We've got some listener uh, topics, too. So we'll talk about those, too. After this message at Rick's by Diddy Bar. Swing on down to Ricky's place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Hello, this is Amanda. Welcome back to Rick's Martini Bar. That's right, Amanda. We are back at Rick's Martini Bar and we are talking about television shows that should be movies. And, uh, a couple that people sent in were the Rockford Files, 
have made a Rocky Files movie. I don't know who. Yeah, oh yeah, he did actually put a salute. He wanted Clooney, George Clooney, oh, okay. to play um, Jim Rockford. For real? Oh, this guy who. This who, guy who okay. a, but, I thought George Clooney wanted to do it. Yeah, no, no. So that was a uh, choice. But here's my best one. This show had Fred Astaire in it. I don't know what this is. And oh, as a regular Robert cast Webb. member. Yeah. Oh, it takes a thief. It takes a thief. He was yeah. out one day. She's, we we've watched that. It's on the Antenna TV. And uh, that's a kind of a good cool idea. And uh, uh, Fred Astaire played Alistair Monday, who was his father. Mm-hmm. And the deal was that Al Monday was a jewel thief, mm-hmm. and the government hired him mm-hmm. to uh, steal for the government. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Wait." You want me to steal? Yeah. I was always in the opening. Yeah. Wait, you want me to steal? And that was a pretty cool show. So, here's my idea. I just I have another idea for a TV show that would be okay. a great movie. If it could be only be as cool as this TV show okay. was. So, here's, so here's my idea. is You get Robert Wagner to play the Alice. The old Lundin guy, yeah. And then you bring in somebody young. Corey Feldman. <laughs> I'm thinking. Well, that's maybe not the best I, I'm idea. I'm thinking, um, who would I get to play them? I, want, I need somebody... Who's our uh, Who's the guy that plays James Kirk now? Chris uh, Pine. Chris Pine. So we get Chris Pine to play Al Monday, and we get Robert Wagner to play Alistair Monday, and a thief that's hired to steal stuff for our government. That's fine. It takes me, but that was actually based on. That was kind of a, uh, was that TV show was based on the Cary Grant movie, right? Oh uh, yeah, does it to catch a thief? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what do you got, Rick? Um, this is another one that we're, we're going to go back to the 60s. And I, I love this show. But I think what I love most about it is the chemistry between the two guys. I Spy. With uh, Robert, Robert Culp and Bill Cosby. That would be a great movie because it would be like a spy movie, an action movie. You could just get a, you know, back then it was cool because it was a white guy and a black guy together as, as, a, as, as partners. I, I, I and, they, and they played tennis and stuff. In fact, Robert Culp was a tennis pro. It just and but they were spies. It was I just cool. Bad news for you, and it's really bad news. They did redo Ice Spy. Oh, they did. They did a movie of it. <laughs> it was a uh, big failure, but they did mm. try. I thought you were going to say F Troop. <laughs> yeah, that was my next choice, F Troop. There's a lot of shows. They made was Twenty One Jump Street as they, a movie. Yeah. The, the real yeah. Twenty One Jump, Jump Street. Yeah, whatever. Right. No, but the, the one with Johnny Depp, like yeah. that. The whole I think premise of that make, was really cool. They should make movies out of really bad comedies. That, like F Troop was a pretty bad comedy, right? As was Hogan's Heroes. Mm-hmm. Just remember, like they were never even as a kid, they weren't funny to me. I would have loved to have heard that pitch. On Hogan's Heroes. Oh, yeah. It we went like this. Okay, we're going to do a comedy, okay? Uh, Saul, we're going to do a comedy, and it's called, um, it's it's about the you Nazis. Nothing mm-hmm. makes people laugh more than yeah. the Nazis. Mm-hmm. But we're going to put some Americans in there, and they're in a camp. Mm-hmm. Camp Saul, what do you think about that? You think, how do you think that would go? You know what? <laughs> you, I'll tell you something, man. They based, they based Hogan's Heroes on Stalag 17. Because there was funny stuff in Solid 17. They, Billy Wilder directed it, and he, you know, was a funny. Yeah. He's a funny writer, but it was a serious movie. But there was a lot of comedy in that movie. If you watch it again, there's when they get all dressed up at Christmas and they're dancing with each other. There's, there's some funny moments, and that's 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 where Hogan's Heroes came from. It, it grew out of that Stalag 17 movie. Yeah. But this is Hollywood, where there are lots of Jewish people in high levels 
How you yeah. know? After? I don't know. And it was only like 20 years after the war. <laughs> it wasn't even like a long time ago. It wasn't like, oh, let's do a comedy of the Civil War. It's like, no, these guys are walking around the streets with tattoos on their arms. I know. Numbers. He's like, um, there's no, trust me, there was no Sergeant, there was no Sergeant Schultz running around, okay? No. no. These are the funny Nazis. <laughs> no. There must have been some funny ones. There's, there had to have been some funny ones. I am, I am not that good. And I was just in Germany. I don't met any funny Germans. No, they're not funny. <laughs> Name one funny German comedian. They're just, not. Just one. David Hasselhoff. Thanks. That's all I got. But he, he, has, he has to get drunk to be funny. That's not really, that doesn't really count. I remember the hamburger incident. Mm-hmm. That's funny German. But, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think that would have been a pretty hard pitch to... Uh, Executives, but they got it. They, they, they probably wanted to do it ten years earlier, and they said, "We just got to wait a little bit longer. <laughs> this is going to be hilarious. Let's wait like five more years and then pitch it." And by the time it goes on the air, it'll be another five years. So it'll really be funny then. I cannot you know. believe that. Like you can make, you can make, you can make comedies about the Romans and Civil War. They're thinking, ah, World War Two just kind of happened. Ah. A little too fresh. Yeah, but they did it. It was on for a pretty long time, too. Okay. So some of the other suggestions that we have in our last minutes were Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. That, that was a movie first. That was. It was a movie first and made a TV show out of it after. Really? Earl and Allen, yes. What's his name told us that story, David David Hedison? I have one last thought, too, after you finish yours. Oh, go ahead. Let's hear it, Amanda. Another cartoon, but it's called um, Lady Lovely Locks. And it sounds oh, really boy. stupid, but if you modernize oh, no, it, it and make it a live-action movie, there's potential for that could be really, really cool. It's like there's this princess that kind of, like, runs this... Um, this, con- this uh, country and there's like this evil duchess that kind of wants to take it over and like this, it's all this magic involved and like there's there's way if you darken it it could be really really cool and very Would you make it live action or more animated? I would make it live action and I would add like some CG elements to it but there's like these little like pixie things that fly around they have like magic and all this like weird shenanigans and crazy shit happens and wow. you know Lady Red Licorice what's it called? Lady Lovey Locks Lovely Lady Lovely but it's like it could be so dark if you made it that way and it change the name. Really interesting. Lovely Locks ain't going to go anywhere. You need to change the name, but just the premise could have been really interesting if it was taken in a darker way. Okay, as long as we're in animated movies, I'm going to say one more that they keep threatening to make, but they had to do it. Jenny Quest. Oh, really? I mean, as popular as Indian people are now, Haji would be huge. Yeah, I like. I don't have an Indian friend. I got to find one. They're popular. I can just. I need to find one. Count Elizabeth. Oh, they're kind of. I don't know if they're. Are they kind of Indians? Oh, they're not. Really. Then we gotta find somebody. So I get I get Brad Pitt to play Race Bannon, and I get. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know who'd pick Johnny Quest. I'd have to pick some kid, some Disney kid. I can find somebody. Ricky Schroeder. Rick, you know, he's, Ricky Schroeder's like he's way too old. Now. He's way too old. Yeah. He could play Miss Baby. Maybe I can play Mr. Professor Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber can play. That's a good one. <laughs> Justin Bieber. He's, can play he's way too cool to be in a t- to be in a movie. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so that's uh, so Johnny Quest. Um, other than that, I'm tapped out unless they want to do a live-action Go-Go Gophers. <laughs> wow, I forgot about the Go-Go Gophers. You don't, that thing was on for, like, two weeks. But I remember those guys. Wow, the Go-Go Gophers. <laughs> Are they releasing hoops? I'm just looking at my cells on the wall. Uh-huh. But they're releasing, they are going to release to theaters Little Mermaid in 3D. Oh, they are. I forget when it's coming out, though. How did, uh, my West friend, Park did, is doing pretty well in 3D? I don't know. I mean, this always a cost. Not much to, to do it. I mean, yeah. it's already made. So I think, they, anyway, they convert a Little Mermaid. I was going to see Jurassic Park 4, though. I know who's working on it. Ooh. Yeah. 
I can't say anything though. Okay. But anyway, talked to John Musker last night at that James Bond thing, and he said they they saw it like last week, and they're good. I think it's in the fall. Three D, that'll be good. But he said it looks really yeah. good, so I'm I'm excited. Underwater stuff looks always good in three D. I like that. Awesome, yeah. And Rick, you have a movie suggestion for our okay? I'm gonna yeah. Constantly telling me to get Rick do a movie. Well, this isn't this is is not a real old one. There's two of them I'm going to bring up. And you, maybe you've seen these, maybe you haven't. They're, I think they're both from the 90s. One of them is The Crying Game. Oh, really? Have you seen The Crying Game? Yep. Awesome movie. Uh, what's hey. the, I forget the director, but he's, he did a lot. He, really, he was a real good director around that time. I can't remember his name right now. Ah. Anyway, it's, uh, it's a great movie, The Crying Game. Uh, the other suggestion I have is um, a Cameron Crowe movie called Almost Famous and they've seen oh. that about rock and, well, I read a rock and roll report he wrote he was wrote for Crane Magazine right. and it's just it's just so authentic and so cool and the music the soundtrack is because Cameron Crowe is a huge music fan yeah. and all the songs are like great right. like he picks all these really cool songs for the soundtrack and that's a great movie and if you haven't it's kind of a small movie but it when it came out it did pretty well I think yeah. and Nancy helped him pick it out the soundtrack She's, I, she, I'm sure there's a couple heart songs in there um, yeah. because he was married to her the time, but yeah, that's a great, that's a pretty great movie. So I, those two, if you haven't seen them, they're not that obscure, but no, but they're good. You yeah, should yeah, check them out. Good choices because you could probably find those on Netflix. I love the Crying Game when it came out. I absolutely Crying Game, Stephen it. Ray and yeah, I Stephen Ray, J, whatever his name was. That was the no, no, don't don't spoil, don't it. spoil it. Anyway, even okay. though it's they're twenty years old. Yeah. <laughs> don't spoil Citizen Kane, Jerry. Even you haven't seen it, I won't tell you how it ends. Okay. So thank you for joining us at Rick's Partiti Bar. I'm Jeremy Cardi here for Rick Barlow and the Ben Raymond. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste.